At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIN Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back. v Studio Circus Sportsbook, downtown Las Vegas. v tonight, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans. We're not quite as happy as we were last night at this time. Games are not going real well at this point in college hoops. Uh, at the half, San Diego State leads Boise State 30-27. to Tennessee leads Arkansas 34-25. Kansas on top of Texas Tech 30-21. to We're going to talk more college hoops in the uh, next segment, Wes, let's uh, tee it up here for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. You are red hot as a golf handicapper this year. I think you've got four futures winners. How about your matchups and uh, props? Yeah, doing very well, playing a lot of those top 20s and top 10s, and they've been getting their uh, matchups, I think, 13-7-1 so far this year. Had a tough week, actually, last week at the Honda, but... Being more selective on my matchups, that's actually worked for me, I think, this year because I used to be not as selective, so I'm trying to limit them to about th- maybe two, three, perhaps <laughs> four a week, and it's working out. It's interesting because I'm usually not a good matchup better this year, uh, starting in 2023, let's just call it. I'm 8-0-1 in matchups, and I'm over on the futures. And I uh, usually do really well in the futures on the Hawaii and West Coast swings, but not this year. Didn't have any winners. You uh, no winners so far in the futures, Wes. You've had uh, four. You almost had five last week at the Honda Classic. You had Eric Cole, one hundred and fifty to one, and he lost in a playoff to Chris Kirk, who won for the first time in eight years. Yeah, and, and look, it uh, looked like Cole had a chance, but it was a local angle, and I thought, okay, this guy's got a second on this course before in the minor tours, and he got there. Actually, probably could have won the tournament very mm-hmm. easily once yep. Chris Kirk put it in the drink, but. Didn't finish it out. Uh, Chris Kirk made bogey, of course, on 18. Cole settled for par on that par five. If he makes birdie, obviously, he goes ahead and wins it in regulation. But but we move on. It gave us an opportunity. I hedged a little off with some Chris Kirk during the round, so ended up at least profiting on that. I mean, with, with those bombs, you just want to, like, get it there. And mm-hmm. it got there, and that allowed you to kind of hedge off a little bit. We're going to talk DraftKings and Circus Sports golf odds primarily on this show. And uh, I got I to gotta laugh. I got to tell you this story, Wes, about a, a friend. And you know who this is. He sent me a text today about Eric Cole, who we just talked about, you bet, last week, and he lost in the playoff. Here's a, a quote from his tweet. I just bet Eric Cole at 280 to 1 at Boyd Sportsbooks. This is his home course. I just got a tip. 
280 to 1, easily the best odds in town. I'm told his number should be more like 40 to 1, a screw up by the sports book. So uh, I looked at that and I said, nah, that's, that's not a screw up by the sports book. I looked, checked Circa. I texted him back and said, uh, you might want to know that Cole is 400 to 1 at Circa. That was not a screw up by Boyd. For, for this week, for yes. the Arnold Palmer. Yeah, yeah, 400. But would you bet him off the playoff loss? Negative. No. no. Negative. And here's the difference. The Honda Classic Field watered down. The Arnold Palmer Invitational this week is tough as it gets. 44 (laughs) of the top 50 players in the World Golf Rankings are teeing it up this week. This is not a watered down field. This is like a major. Yeah, this is tough. And and I I wrote about that. I, you know, when uh, we were checking in after the Super Bowl on the different sports, uh, you know, some of us, uh, especially the the golf crew, myself, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, you know, we were asked to write a little bit. Hey, what have you observed on this season in terms of golf betting? And what I've observed are these designated events. You could call them elevated events. They're officially designated events. Tough to find longer shots win these events. Scotty Scheffler at Phoenix, what was he, 12 to 1, yeah. 14 to 1. John Rahm at the Genesis was single digits. He was single digits, of course, in Hawaii at the Century Tournament of Champions at Kapalua, but that is a, that's only like 40 guys in that field anyway, but it's tough to find because, I mean, look at the quality. You've got players that usually don't play this event that are playing this event. Patrick Cantlay has never played the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Justin Thomas has played it once. Colin Marikawa has played it like twice. Uh, Tony Finau, I think, is, um, you know, only made the cut two or four times here. You got your regulars, like McElroy plays this every year. Scotty Scheffler, of course, the defending champion. He's played it two of the last three years. Zalatoris is going to play it every year because he was the Wake Forest Arnold Palmer golf uh, scholarship yep. guy. So, of course, he's going to play it. But you've got a lot of these players that maybe don't play as much during the Florida swing that are here this week because you got a $20 million purse on the line. Yep. A lot of money up for grabs. Follow the money, and that's what the players are doing. Now, Scotty Scheffler won this tournament last year at five under. Rory and Rom did not play that well last year. Rory was one over. Rom was two over. Uh, let's talk about some of the players you like here. And by the way, you're right up for this event, all the golf tournaments up at vcin.com. You turned that in today, right? Mm-hmm. As you file your golf uh, stuff on Tuesdays. How about Matt Fitzpatrick? This is a guy we talked about a little bit on last night's show. He's got the last four trips here to Bay Hill. Tie for ninth, tie for 10th, tie for ninth, and a second place finish at 10 under par in 2019. You talk about course form. Matt Fitzpatrick's got it here, and a pretty good number, by mm-hmm. the way, at the Westgate Superbook, forty to one. Yeah, uh, you're going to find uh, right around that little. I, I, th- I think he was thirty-eight to one. Yeah, he might have got chopped a little bit, but he's in the mid thirties, pretty was, much. Okay, now. thirty-five to one at DraftKings, forty to one at the Westgate. I played him at forty to one last night at the Westgate. You like Matt Fitzpatrick? I do, and he did make my card this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, I started off relatively slow here in twenty twenty-three. Just played a couple of events, but this is one of his best courses, as you mentioned, in terms of the course form. And Matt Fitzpatrick is a type of player, and you've watched him over the years. He wins on like grinder type events and grinder type courses. He's not a guy that's going to shoot 25 under to win to win an event. He's not going to win like birdie fest. He's a guy that's very analytical. If you watch Full Swing on Netflix, uh, they showed like the lead up and then the aftermath of him winning the U.S. Open with his family and all his friends there. And uh, the thing with Fitzpatrick, he has chronicled every golf shot he has hit, not just in rounds, but in practice since he was 15 years old. Like he is a self-admitted analytics nerd and he is very much process oriented and he's very analytical and I think that comes into play at a course like this because this is a guy that you know he he gained on his driving distance last year because remember he's a really small guy if you've seen him he gained a ton with driving distance last year and I thought that's what got him in contention and got him his first win on American soil where we were on him at the U.S. Open at like 32 to 1 but he's really good in like bogey avoidance Mm -hmm. i think he's like uh fifth over the last 36 rounds he's third on what i uh called strokes gain putting lightning fast bermuda greens which these are going to be over the weekend it's going to roll about 14 on the stamp on sunday 12 and a half earlier in the week he's also very good in the wind yeah which i think you have to be here he lives from florida too yeah yeah and the wind blew uh big time last year that's why you saw scotty scheffler five under and then two years ago when i hit terrell hatton here 
It was four under was the winning score. Uh, Fitzpatrick also very good in total driving. He is 10th on the PGA Tour this season, so the right mix of distance plus accuracy, that's what makes up the total driving equation. So he's a guy that I just think, you know, really fits here. And and you're fits, not no pun intended, but he was certainly a guy I played that might be getting ignored down the board with all these big names in the field this week. And, you know, why would he be ignored? He's the defending U.S. Open right. champ. Yeah, I you mean, know? I guess because uh, he doesn't have first, a lot of win equity. Right. That you was know? his first ever win on the PGA Tour, but he has won overseas, mm-hmm. and he won the U.S. Open. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a, he's one of the top 15, 20 players in the world, in my opinion. So uh, Matt Fitzpatrick did certainly make my card this week. All right, I'll tell you what I played. We're going to talk more golf later in the show, but I also played Max Homa at 25-1. to 1. And uh, Cameron Young at 38 to 1. So I got Homa 25, Cameron Young 38, Matt Fitzpatrick at 40. I also played uh, Fitzpatrick 7 to 1 odds to finish in the top five. Uh, what about you, Wes? What's what's on your card here? Uh, well, I do have a little piece of Rory McIlroy. That's uh, Matt. That's Matt Humans, by the way, not Matt Brown. So go ahead and correct <laughs> that. Uh, Matt Brown's plays you can get, by the way, on Lawn Shots, our podcast, which you can get at vcin.com. We recorded that earlier this afternoon. Uh, I had a little Rory, and I think you know if you don't want to play him on an outright, I think Rory's a good bet, maybe for like a top ten or a top five. You know, you're not going to get as much if he wins the tournament, but. This guy finished top 10 or better five years in a row until mm-hmm. last year where he just finished outside of it in 13. So Rory, I think, is a guy that you want to consider here. Certainly, he's really a horse for the course here. Loves this event, always plays well here. Uh, played a little Wills Alatoris, didn't get the best number, but I liked what I saw at Riviera, Matt, because all the fitness and all the health questions, I think, really got put to bed. Okay. He played very well there, of course, uh, 10th on debut here a couple years ago. He's played here, I think, four times. Is that right? Three or four times. Yeah, I think he played once here as an amateur. Uh, Okay. uh, Victor Hovland at 31-1. to You know, three top 20s and four starts. Not great to start off the year, but if you watched this event last year, he should have won this thing. He absolutely should have won. He was like four up on the back nine on Saturday, and then the weather wreaked havoc. He could have hit a couple bad shots and – you know, that basically took him out. He still had a chance to win on Sunday, though. He ended up finishing tied for seconds. But I think he's going to be in this thing. Uh, Keith Mitchell, 52-1. to Cashmere Keith, fifth at Riviera, fourth at Pebble Beach. Leads the PGA Tour in total driving. Also finished fifth wow. and sixth here at Bay Hill That's back surprising. in 2020 and 2019. He leads in total driving. Yeah, he's, he's a long hitter, but he's been very accurate. But Keith Mitchell is really starting to play good golf. And another guy starting to play good golf is actually Ricky Fowler. At 77 to 1. He's back with Butch. And I think that that's been what the doctor ordered. He went with John Tillery and, you know, a swing got all out of whack and, you know, just didn't work for him. So go back to who's worked for you. And he's back with Butch Harmon. And then I'll give you a bomb, a major championship winner that you get here at Circus Sports at 110 to 1. How about Gary Woodland? who was ninth at the Genesis two weeks ago, third on approach, first in greens and regulation, second in proximity from the rough, 10th off the tee. Putted well on these greens last year, ranked sixth in the field. He actually finished fifth here mm-hmm. in this event last year. So I think Gary Woodland's a guy that could go very low this week. One ten to one at Circa. Yes, I saw Ricky Fowler at ninety to one at Circa last night. What is he right now? You bet him at seventy-seven. Uh, I got yeah, that's the best price I saw this morning. All right, that's the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later and tonight and on the Wednesday show. We're going to have more golf as well. Stay tuned, College Hoops, when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. You can check out not just today's action, but future events. Betting splits, another way vsin is here to make you a smarter, better. Check out today's betting splits for every game, vsin.com. And as always, a lot of great content up there on the website, vsin.com. Wes Reynolds, Matt Eumann's back here, VSIN tonight. Uh, Wes, we'll get a little more golf talk in later in the show, but let's go to college hoops. And uh, I do want to talk about the Horizon League tournament. And by mm-hmm. the way, Pistol Pete Maravich, one of my favorite players of all time, a little bit before my time, but if you are, um, if you grew up around the game of basketball, you have to appreciate what Pistol Pete did. He scored yes. an NCAA record 3,667 career points. A mark that has stood since 1970. And again, Pistol Pete did this at LSU in an era before the three-point shot. Mm -hmm. And uh, Pistol Pete compiled those 3,667 career points in an era when uh, freshmen were not eligible for varsity basketball. Right. So three three years. years, Three years at LSU. 44.2 44.2 points per game for Pistol Pete. Can you imagine? My 44.2 God. points per game with no shot clock or no three-point line. So he did that in 83 career games. That's how many points he put up the NCAA career scoring record. Wes, that record is in jeopardy of falling. Do you want to talk about who's going to knock it down? Because it's a player that... Uh, you have followed throughout his career. Well, I fought, I first saw him when he was like a little, basically a toddler boy as the uh, son of one former Indiana head coach, Mike Davis, back in 2002. He's kind of like almost like the mascot of the team. Little boy wore his uniform and all that stuff. And, you know, that was when, of course, Indiana made the run to the national championship game where they got beat by Maryland. When Mike Davis, by the way, was still the interim coach. Yeah. They were like, they had co-head coaches, him and John Trelor. But anyway, that little boy is now Antoine Davis, who is uh, at uh, Detroit Mercy uh, up there in the Horizon League. and Playing for his dad. Playing for his father. He is, he is a senior now. So he is now 25 points away, I believe, from tying and 26 away from breaking the all-time record of Pistol Pete Maravich in terms of the all-time NCAA Division I scoring record. He had 38 tonight. Beat uh, Purdue Fort Wayne 81 to uh, 68. Detroit, by the way, covered. And that's another one of those examples. This is what you're going to hear a lot over the next couple weeks. It's difficult to beat a team three times. Well, it wasn't for Detroit because they beat IPFW again. So they beat them three times. So they now advance in the Horizon League tournament 81 to 68, I believe. All the better seeds tonight. You had the first round on campus tonight in the Horizon League. All the better seeds won. Detroit did win and cover. Wright State does not cover the big number, uh, but does win by 20 over Green Bay. And then IUPUI gets beat at the buzzer by Robert Morris. Uh, Robert Morris is actually a pretty big favorite over IUPUI. Bobby Moe with a three at the buzzer knocks out IUPUI, a miserable season for the Jags. I believe they finished 5-26. and 26. Uh, Robert Morris was late in 14 IUPUI covers, but 
IUPUI and Green Bay, those seasons needed to be over, Matt. They were two of the worst teams in the country. If you looked in the Ken Palm, 360, you know, 363 teams, they were down in like the high 350s, low 360s. So they are now eliminated, and we are now down to eight teams in the Horizon League tournament. The quarterfinals, by the way, will be on campus sites. Those will start on Thursday, uh, March 2nd, and then Monday, the semifinals, and next Tuesday, the championship, going to be at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. In, you know, for uh, the semis in the championship. I took a flyer on Detroit, actually, a very small play. What number did you get? At 18 to 1. I took a flyer on them because, look, they do have the best player in the conference, and that's Antoine mm-hmm. Davis, who might, maybe if he gets 26, is going to be the all-time NCAA leading scorer. I know he did it in, like, a lot more games than with the three-point shot, but still, pretty remarkable By comparison, I'll yes. say this. Now, this great achievement by Antoine Davis, but Pete Maravich did it in 83 games. Um, this was Antoine Davis's 142nd game. Oh, my God. That's a lot. 60 more games, Wes. That is a lot. <laughs> and, and, and the three-point shot and yeah. playing for your father, right. who's probably right. going to let you get some shots up. You know, and so uh, that's yeah. why I'm not going crazy about this achievement. It's no, great. I, He's had a great career. I, I, I'm not either. I'm recognizing Pete it. Is still the king. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't think I don't think anybody would think otherwise. But Detroit, by the way, does advance. They will take on the number one seed on Tuesday. I don't think we have any lines out yet for those games. A couple days away, but Youngstown State was the number one seed. Did win the tournament, and then you know they were, the, I think, the best team in the conference. But I think if you're betting Youngstown State to win the Horizon League, they could win it. But you're making a horrible bet, and I'll tell you why. The top seed has only won this conference three times in the last 12 years. This is not the Horizon League of the early to mid-2000s where you had a program called Butler and a coach named Brad Stevens and NBA players on that roster that was winning this league. You don't have Loyola Chicago in here either. So, you know, that's why I don't think Youngstown State is necessarily the uh, best bet in this conference. Detroit, by the way, did lose to him twice, lost by five at home and lost by 10 on the road. So they were competitive against these guys. It was a total long shot at 18 to one, and those usually don't get home. But one of the things we're going to talk about, Matt, at least over the next week and a half or so, in terms of these non-power conferences, these conferences that are going to get like, you know, only one bid, because there's about maybe 10, 11 conferences that are going to get one more than one bid, mm-hmm. and then the rest of them are going to be one-bid leagues. At least half of these one-bid leagues, the regular season champion is going to lose in the conference tournament and get that automatic NIT bid. So be careful if you're betting some of these one seeds uh, here in this tournament. So I like I like uh, Detroit as a longer shot. The, the team I kind of looked at that maybe is a little bit more chalky, or maybe has a little bit better chance than Detroit, if we can get those odds back up. Uh, I kind of like uh, uh, Northern Kentucky because they play very good defense. Darren Horn runs a lot of zone, uh, you know, so maybe Youngstown State has a bad shooting night. Youngstown State, by the way, led by Jared Calhoun, who is a Bob Huggins disciple. So a lot of press Virginia in that team. What about Wright State? Right there at about plus 650, uh, the fourth choice on the odds board. They've they've been a real disappointment you this know, year. You don't like Wright State. I, I, I'm not saying they can't win it, but they they have not been. I think the usual standard of of, of Wright State this year to see them because they've kind of been by default the best program. I think Matt ever since Butler and Loyola right. left mm. this conference. Uh, so you know Cleveland State, I'll give them credit because their coach, of course, moved on. Uh, he is now at Missouri, Dennis Gates. So you got a first-year head coach, and they went 14-6 and six in the league. But if you just go by the numbers, Youngstown State is the best offense in this league, best field goal percentage, least amount of turnovers, best two-point shooting percentage, and then the best defense is Northern Kentucky, number one in defensive efficiency, number one in forcing turnovers, number one in steal percentage. All right, so again, Antoine Davis of uh, Detroit, about these, how many points does he need to set the he NCAA? He needs, I believe, 26. Okay. To top Pete, Pistol Pete Maravich's yes. NCAA career scoring record. And Wes has Detroit at 18-1 to to win the Horizon League. Let's take a look at the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. And uh, Drake, the favorite, plus 135. Bradley, the second choice. Then Indiana State, Belmont, and uh, some longer shots there. How do you break down the Missouri Valley? Yeah, Bradley, by the way, did sweep Drake uh, in the season. So uh, Drake is actually the favorite, even though they're the two seed here 
Indiana State runs this uh, up-tempo system. The guy was at Lincoln Memorial uh, uh, that's now the coach there, Division Two. you know, run it up and down the floor. So they could be interesting. If you haven't been following the Valley, you'll see a couple new teams in this conference. Uh, Murray State, by the way, is from the, uh, what were they? The Ohio Valley, Ohio as, Valley. Was, as was Belmont. Yep. So they are new in the conference. The bottom teams are dreadful. Evansville is dreadful. UIC is dreadful. Valpo is dreadful. Illinois State has a first-year head coach. They're still rebuilding. So nobody, I think, that's really going to be a long shot here. So Bradley and Drake, I think, clearly the two best teams in the league. Uh, uh, Maybe at a dark horse of Belmont because they can certainly get hot from the three. You know, they they move the ball very well, uh, you know, have a lot of shooters around the three-point line. So maybe that's a dark horse here. But uh, uh, Southern Illinois also plays pretty good defense. I think they're first in turnover rate in the league. But Belmont in its first year in the in the Missouri Valley, you know, coming in at 14-6, and six, ended up, uh, I believe, tied for third with Southern Illinois. So I, it's hard to get away from the chalk here. But Belmont would, might be worth a poke. Okay, Belmont at 8-1. Yeah, I think Drake Bradley, it's going to be uh, tough to knock off that top two. Indiana State's program has improved. They have. They kind of wore out at the end of the season, though. Didn't really play their best basketball. It's kind of odd to look at this, Wes, and see teams like Murray State at 150-1, to Valpo at 500-1. What happened? Valpo, uh, I mean, we remember Valpo with Bryce Drew and in the Horizon League. I think they were actually in the Summit League at that standpoint, but – yeah, that's the thing. If you're new to this, I know that this is going to sound profound and obvious. Know which teams are in which conferences because there's been a lot of movement this year. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll talk Ohio Valley Conference. We love talking small conference uh, tournaments at this time of year. We're one day away from March. We're also going to talk uh, Final Four odds and how you should approach that. We have a DraftKings chart and update you on what's happening in college hoops back here in a couple minutes. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, we've got some new shows here at VSIN. We also have new podcasts, give every better the insights and confidence to make smarter betting decisions. The VSIN College Basketball Betting Contest, uh, excuse me, podcast, actually includes our contests on Friday nights, the Circuit College Hoops Challenge. We have some of the best college hoops analysis around. Tim Murray hosted. Adam Burke, Wes Reynolds, and myself on these episodes of the VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast. Also the VSIN Hockey Betting Podcast. Don't forget that one. All free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. I always read that line, Wes. I don't really know what it means. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Where do you get your podcast? Wherever. Off Twitter, when okay. people tweet out the links, and that, that's where I go. You can go to vcin.com, by the way, and uh, do all that. Uh, I, I don't really, I'm not really familiar with all the different, I, th- I guess we're on Apple Podcasts or, you know, all the different venues out there. Spotify, thank you, Brian. You could tell, you could tell <laughs> world farts, man. We have no idea. We're like, what the hell is this internet? What the, what the hell is Spotify or any of this stuff? I've got a rotary dial phone and a typewriter at home now. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, to be honest. I don't listen to many of them except for the ones that I'm a part of and I record. We do a lot of those throughout the week. But I did like the Stanford Stephen the Bear college football podcast. Yes, yes. I would listen to that one quite a bit. And obviously that's going to be no more. Thanks to Chris the Bear Felica for joining us on the show tonight uh, to talk some uh, college football and NFL draft. Let's get back to college hoops and update the action across the country. And, uh, Wes, let me know if you see any live betting opportunities in any of these spots. Kansas leads Texas Tech 45-41, to 41, 11 and a half minutes to go in Lawrence. And the Jayhawks up nine and a half. Nine and a half time been outscored by five in the second half. This Arkansas-Tennessee game not going the way we want. Razorbacks didn't really bring it like they did against Alabama on Saturday. They're hanging around. Mm-hmm. They're not done yet. Hanging around, hanging around, and uh, down 12 
48 to 36 with uh, 13 and a half. And minutes. watching this in the midst of the show, every time Arkansas like makes a run, gets uh-huh. up like six or seven, Tennessee makes a little bit of a run and gets ahead. 48 to 36. Right now at DraftKings, by the way, Tennessee minus 11 and a half, 133 and a half. So you can get double digits if you like Arkansas. Look, Arkansas answered every run on Saturday against Alabama. Mm-hmm. When Alabama got up eight, and it's like, okay, it's danger time. We're not going to cover the number if you took eight and a half, nine, which I believe was the close, eight and a half rather. Our Arkansas kept coming back. Maybe they'll do it again now. Tennessee, the thing is, you're not going to get as many possessions against Tennessee as you are against Alabama. Right. So Arkansas uh, got to find a way to uh, to get some stops because only 37 points with 13-13 to go. Tennessee on its home floor has been able to dictate the pace of this game. No yes. doubt about it. If yes. these teams were playing in Fayetteville, it would be a much faster pace game. Mm-hmm. It's funny how that works. But uh, the Vols on their home floor tonight dictating a slow pace, low possession type of game, 48-37. Yeah. Uh, in the Mountain West, San Diego State, Boise State, you knew this was going to be uh, competitive. Uh, Boise was down three at the half. Now it's a one-point game. Aztecs lead 43-42. Yeah. What used to be Taco Bell Arena in Boise. I don't know what the hell they I call it now. I think it's called the Extra Mile Arena. What's extra mile? I have no idea. It doesn't have the ring that Taco Bell Arena has. Though, yeah, the thing is, I, I covered a lot of games up in Boise at Taco Bell Arena, and you could not buy tacos in the arena, <laughs> which is kind of odd. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, you know, what kind of sponsorship activation is that? I Come on now. It didn't make much sense. By the way, the scoring has picked up at least a little bit. Uh, both teams with 15 at the under 12 timeout. So San Diego State minus two and a half at DraftKings, minus $1.30 if you want to lay money line. 129 and a half. I have oh. over 134 and a half, so it is still off pace. So <laughs> hoping to get hoping to get some fouls pick up here, at least in this game, because look, I thought it would be a little bit more up tempo as Boise State's gonna get an easy layup there because these two teams already know where they are. So this would look to be maybe a little bit more happy action fun time and uh needs to pick up the pace a little bit, but we're not as doomed as we look at the halftime. 45-44 San Diego State. Texas A&M leads at Ole Miss 46-40. 11 and a half minutes to go in Oxford. A&M minus 6.5, 130.5 at DraftKings. Uh, by the way, Ole Miss now with the interim coach as Kermit Davis yeah. got let go. So Ole Miss, that's going to be an interesting spot on the coaching carousel. Who ends up there? I think everybody's kind of been mentioning Chris Beard or Will Wade are kind of the obvious names down there that might end up there in Oxford. But right now, uh, Aggies, who did lose on Saturday, lost that big winning streak, uh, lost at Mississippi State. They look well positioned to get in the NCAA tournament at 21 and 8 and oh, now leading. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say this about Texas A&M. I understand the record's good in the SEC, and it looks like it's a lock. The team. Look at the non-conference oh, schedule. Oh, for, it's a joke. Oh, it's a complete joke. But I'm tired of Buzz Williams bawling his eyes out on Selection Sunday mm-hmm. like he did last year when he didn't get in. And he didn't learn his lesson. Well, he lined up another cupcake non-conference, and he lost one of those games. Well, you know who isn't going to be bawling their eyes out Who's come that? Selection Sunday? Maybe he still will be, but won't be on television. Jim Beheim at Syracuse. They lost at home to Georgia Tech. Have you watched Georgia Tech this year? Yes. They're atrocious. Josh Pastner's on the way out. Yeah, he's on the way out, uh, and maybe Jim Beheim should be. I know he's trying to get to year 50. I think that's what he's really trying to do up there at Syracuse. They got ran 96 to 76 at home. I told you how bad their defense was. I watched them against Pittsburgh. Georgia Tech hit 18 three pointers tonight. 18 of 40. I mean, I know the two three zone, you're going to give up three point attempts, but it's like, dude, all these teams are shooting threes right now, coach. You got to get rid of that defense. I know you've been coaching it for almost 50 years, but it's got to go. Also in the ACC, Virginia. Beats Clemson 64-57. Yeah. So the Cavs bounce back. They had a couple lopsided losses. A bounce back against a Clemson team off a really impressive win at NC State on Saturday. That was a blowout win. Virginia uh, tonight was a... I think they were right around the number. Six and a half or seven-point yeah. favorite. Yeah. Uh, six and a half here at Circa was a closing number. Circa DraftKings. South Point Westgate had seven. And Virginia wins by seven. 
Yeah, and uh, Virginia now tied for second with Miami off that bad loss to Florida State. Number one in the ACC right now, the Pitt Panthers, now mm-hmm. ranked in the polls. Uh, uh, they will go to Notre Dame tomorrow, only laying four to Notre Dame. As Notre Dame, and I believe, uh, I'm just uh, going to check this, that is the last home game for one Mike Bray as the head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. He may be coaching somewhere else at a mid-major or something next year. But it's very tempting for, for me here to That take is the a very interesting spot. Take the points with the Irish, who have been uh, playing well here down the stretch. Yeah, they season. have. They haven't been winning, but they've been close. Uh, Irish might make my card tomorrow now that I'm looking at it. I was looking at it. Uh, there's a couple games I have under consideration for uh, best bets tonight when we get to it at the end of uh, hour number two. Wes, Quick take here on the Ohio Valley Conference. Let's talk about this. And um, Moorhead State, the favorite Tennessee Tech, UT Martin, Tennessee State. Not a high-profile conference here. And the long shot is Lindenwood. Anything that you would play in the Ohio Valley and uh, Moorhead State plus 140, uh, the favorite of DraftKings. Yeah, this conference doesn't seem to have the same panache without uh, uh, Murray State and Belmont, who've really been the two best teams. Uh, Moorhead and Tennessee Tech, by the way, is the top two seeds. They get double buys to the semis. Tennessee State and Tennessee Martin get a buy to the quarterfinals, so it is uh, st- staggered. SEMO uh, is facing Lindenwood and SIUE against USI, University of Southern Indiana, who, by the way, cannot go to the NCAA tournament because they're a transition it's same thing with bellerman last year that you gotta wait two years dumbest rule ever so you know all they can play for is basically the ohio valley but you know if i'm looking at this uh maybe siue at 10 to 1 if you really want to go a dark horse here i think uh, uh you know siue i actually have power rated a lot higher now They'll have, you know, the disadvantage. They got to go through the gauntlet a little bit because they stagger that bracket with the top two getting double buys and all that stuff. But I think this is pretty wide open. Moorhead State has been the number one team in the conference. But if you look at that luck metric, and that's something I sometimes will look at from time to time at Ken Palm, they're one of the luckiest teams in the country mm-hmm. this year. That means you're winning all the close games. You're getting all the variance, you know, the shooting variance go your way. So that is, I would be concerned about taking Moorhead State as a favorite because that's the thing about these conferences. You are one game away you know, from being out out of it when you're a one-bid league. Moorhead State actually ranks as the number one luck team in Ken Palm out of 363 teams. So I think, I think SIUE, uh, Brian Baroni's team at 10-1, to 1 is probably worth at least a little bit of a small shot. Where is the Ohio Valley Conference Tournament played? It is being played at the Ford Center in Evansville. Oh, that's right. So who was based in Evansville, by the way. It's not their home gym. That's Evansville Purple Aces home gym, Southern Indiana. Former Division II national champion. Remember, Bruce Pearl won a national title there. Uh, so Southern Indiana getting to play their tournament in Evansville. Matt Shrewsbury from uh, Fresno checks in. Extra Mile is the convenience store in Chevron gas stations. That's what Boise's Arena is named after? Are you kidding That's me? That's too bad. Uh, At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. With the Arnold Palmer Invitational and UFC 285 this week, head over to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers has you covered for every odd line and boost. For the golf fans out there, Bet Rivers is the place to be to bet the Arnold Palmer Invitational with top 10 insurance. Place your pre-tourney bet on an outright winner. The fun doesn't stop there. Bet Rivers has you covered for UFC 285, main evented by John Bones Jones and Cyril Gone, with parlay insurance and more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. All right, let's update some college hoops. We got less than 10 seconds to go in the Villanova Seton Hall game. Nova leads 71 70. And uh, West going right down to the wire. And this one, Villanova closed a two and a half point favorite at circa two at some spots. Leading by one and uh, heading to the free throw line. Yeah, this this Villanova team, I think, you know, they're 9-9. Nine nine. Both these teams are 9-9, nine nine, by the way. I don't think either of these teams really have much of a shot in an at-large. But Villanova, if you look at it, if they hold on to win this game, they've won six of the last seven. They're finally healthy now. They have Justin Moore back. Yep. Cam Whitmore missed a few games early in the season. So this team was 10-13 and 13 to start February. And now they're about to get to 16-14. and 14. If you want maybe a little bit of a dark course in that conference in terms of winning the big east tournament at madison square garden the mecca as as uh, yep. jbt disparagingly uh, refers to it as uh they're gonna probably be like the sixth seed i guess in the big east tournament so more than likely they'd get like a providence or maybe a creighton in the first round and they can match up with these two teams by the way marquette earlier tonight clinches the outright Big East title all over Butler. That was a bad side by me. It went up to nine and I went ahead and took a little piece of it. Marquette all over Butler tonight. They go ahead and clinch the number one seed in the garden. 72-56 your final score as Villanova makes two at the foul line here. So Seton Hall is going to have one last crack at a tie. I believe Villanova goes ahead and fouls up three with 6.4 left to go. Seton Hall, that's a team that looked like maybe they were going to get an at-large bid. They were 15-9. and nine. They have now lost four of their last five, about to perhaps lose five of their last six here in Shaheen Holloway's first year at his alma mater. Marquette was uh, close an eight-point favorite. We talked about that game last night. Number ticked up a little bit higher. Didn't matter. 72-56. Shaka Smart's team put it on the Butler Bulldogs. And... Uh, Michigan State, how about this? Let's talk about the Spartans were down big early. Wes, I think, trailed by as many as 17 or 18. Mm -hmm. Michigan State closed a four-and-a-half-point favorite at Nebraska. Right now, come, Spartans have come all the way back, and they lead Nebraska 70-61 with two-and-a-half minutes to go. Opposite of why it happened to the Spartans in Iowa City on Saturday, they're making the big comeback this time. Yeah, and and look, uh, I kind of missed this one tonight, too. I probably should have bet Nebraska in the first half, thinking maybe there is a little bit of hangover that maybe that loss was affecting Michigan State. Because sometimes that happens. You lose a game, then you lose the second one in that same day, and you just don't have it the next time out. But Michigan State, nice little comeback here. Looks like they're going to get the win. We'll see if they get the cover. I think this closed like four and a half, pretty much all in the market. So 70 to 61. I still, the Spartans are, are on the right side of the bubble. I don't think that they have anything to worry about, but it's going to be interesting to see how many teams get in and out of the Big Ten if they get 10 teams. I don't think it's going to be 10. I think it's 10. probably nine. 
I would uh, I would bet on nine. Yeah, because I think Penn State, you know, Penn they, State's they, played its way out yeah, as of right now. That loss to Rutgers, I thought, was really bad for Penn State. Uh, Wisconsin, I think they have enough quality wins, even though they're eight and ten in the Big Ten. I think Wisconsin would be playing like the first day because they have the eleven and the. 12, 13, 14, play the first day. Then they stagger it. I believe the uh, top four seeds get the bye to the Friday quarterfinals. Those teams right now, Purdue, Maryland, Michigan, and Northwestern, as Indiana takes a big loss to Iowa. So now Indiana, who looked like they were maybe going to be two or three, are now the five seed in the Big Ten tournament. That's that's, The team's got too much talent to be the five seed. And actually the six, to be honest with you, because Iowa swept them. So yeah, Indiana eleven and eight would be the sixth seed, but that that's very disappointing for the Hoosiers. I'm going to bet on Indiana in that game this weekend at Assembly Hall against Michigan. Yeah, I think so. Trace yeah. Jackson Davis's last game, uh, of course, uh, he is going to put his name in the draft. Xavier Johnson perhaps could be back. They they, they need him. You know, a lot of people are like, eh, I don't know if we need. We're playing so well. I don't know if we need Xavier Johnson. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do need Xavier Johnson because he's your best perimeter defender and. You know, you need depth. And, and and I think Mike Woodson is getting to that point where it's like, hey, can I trust these guys? Because Woody comes from the NBA, so he's used to like, you know, you play nine, ten guys in a rotation. You don't do that in college basketball, Matt. You play like seven guys because that's all you can trust. All right, you said NBA, so let's update what's happening in the association tonight. Start with Damian Lillard, who had 41 points in the first half. Uh, was that Saturday night? It was Sunday. Sunday night, and he finished with uh, 71, right? Yes. Lillard, his uh, prop total for tonight, 37 and a half, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's played 11 minutes. It's the middle of the second quarter. He's got 17 points. Blazers lead the Warriors 48-34 in San Francisco. I tried what I did with Donovan Mitchell when he had his 71 earlier in the season. He went way under the next game. Lillard does have 17 right now, about halfway through the second quarter, so he is on very good pace. But, you know, maybe Portland just blows out Golden State, and all of a sudden they don't play Damian Lillard all the, all of these minutes. That's certainly what I would be hoping for if you're on a Lillard prop. By the way, Portland, I believe, uh, uh, tied but less wins uh, for that 10 spot in the uh, Western Conference. They're 29-31, and 31, Pelicans 30-32. and 32, So, you know... Do you leave a guy playing max minutes if you're blowing out this team, if you're up, you know, 25 in the fourth quarter, or you just let it go and say, okay, move on. We got to save you if we want to make this playoff run. And I think the Portland Trailblazers do want to get in those spots. They're not a tank team. Lakers without LeBron tonight. Uh, Doug Kazarian said uh, last night that he thought this might be a good spot to bet against the Lakers. They went down at Memphis 121 to 109. What did you see from the Lakers tonight without LeBron? Well, uh, Ja Moran had 28 of his 39 in the third quarter, got a triple-double, 39 points, 10 assists, 10 47-point third quarter for the Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we'll see how long he is going to be out, uh, AD 28-19, but they just don't have the offense. I know Reeves had 17, Lonnie Walker had 21, but they just don't have that because I thought the Lakers – now, I didn't think they improved their roster to where they're going to be like a contender or anything ridiculous like that. But I do think the guys that they added made them at least a little bit better of a team. Uh, the guy that's really been the best is Malik Beasley. Uh, D'Angelo Russell did not play tonight, but they added Beasley. They added Russell. They, of course, added Hachimura before the trade deadline and Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba only gave him one minute, though, and no points. So <laughs> maybe that wasn't that big of an acquisition. But Jared Vanderbilt, too, for rebounding. But... Yeah, this Laker team, they they just don't have the shooters, man. And I think you really see that. Now, Beasley, I think, improves it from, like, nothing to right now. So, you know, wasn't wasn't that impressed with, with the Lakers tonight. And we saw that line went up, I think, four and a half points once James was announced out. Didn't really see a lot of betting action on it today, but Grizzlies get the cover. Yeah, Grizzlies favored by nine. That was the closing number here at Circa, 121 to 109 over the Lakers. Nuggets. Get a win tonight, 133-112 to 112 at Houston. Man, the Rockets are a, a sad story. And the uh, Kings, a good story, 123-117 winners at OKC. Yeah, no SGA tonight for OKC, but Sacramento does get the cover. Uh, Barnes, 29. Kings now have won their fourth straight. Bucks 118-104 uh, winners on the road against the Nets. Uh, also worth mentioning, I think tonight was the first game for uh, – 
Quinn Snyder is Hawks coach. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. If you're playing a new coach angle, the Hawks fell to the Wizards 119-116 in Atlanta. You did mentioned you, did you uh, bet that game. I, I did not. Okay. I bet the second half over. I didn't bet it pre-flop. But by the way, uh, the Bucks 15 straight now. They have won 15 straight mm-hmm. games. The Milwaukee Bucks, by the way, now I don't know if it was the, for the first time. It's for the first time in a long time. Now the number one team in the Eastern Conference, half game ahead in the loss column of the Celtics. And also tonight in the association, this one's going down to the wire. Good game in uh, Dallas. Pacers lead the Mavericks 122-120 to 120 with 35 seconds to go. Yeah, I'd certainly like to see some overtime. Maybe I'll get that Halliburton prop. Uh, bet a double-double. He's got 30 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists. Luka, by the way, 37-9-6. and six. For the Dallas Mavericks, Kyrie, bad shooting night, 7-17, 16 points. But we'll see if the uh, Pacers, who are trying to get maybe back into that 7-10 play-in range, they certainly got their way out of it when they lost 16-19 when Halliburton was out. All right. Uh, That updates you on the association. We're going to take a break, come back. Not going so well for the Arkansas Razorbacks in uh, Knoxville tonight. Tennessee now up 20. Wes, this is disappointing. I think uh, the Hogs were probably too public as dogs today. Yeah, they certainly were, and they got the money. But Tennessee, who the market hates, they're hating them even more because they lost against them tonight. It's going to be a loser for me. Uh, Arkansas plus 6.5, down 20 with 5.5 minutes to go at Tennessee. Quick break. Come back with the final hour of VSIN tonight. A lot of college hoops. Stay tuned. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 